Hello, everybody. This is Richard C. Wilson with the Family Office Club, and I'm here with Jennifer Joyce and Wesley Gates from CREI Amplified. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. Appreciate you being here. So what is it that your investment firm does? So we actually have initiated a blind fund uh, to take advantage of the uh, worldwide pandemic. And we're put, placing these uh, funds into commercial real estate with a, a large focus on multifamily. Okay. We're going after distressed assets and large value add assets. Okay. And what's one of the unique things about your team or what, what makes your team unique from the other funds and real estate firms out there? Well, we have a vision behind our fund that uh, introduces a strong military presence into the company's growth. And we're always looking for ways to give back to those that have served others. And this group of highly trained individuals has skills that complement the strategies we have for implementing a system that can be repeated and scaled while helping the veteran community find a purpose in the civilian workforce. We see this as a partnership and a win-win for the assets and the investors. Sure. And many times right now, a lot of people find that some real estate assets are being repriced. Some are just about to buy a real estate asset and now some of their LPs dropped out. So it creates a little bit of a distressed pricing opportunity. What are you looking for in assets that you're acquiring right now? We are currently looking for uh, areas of opportunity and we want to check more than one box on an asset we're looking at. So we're looking at occupancy is dropping uh, there may be a poor management play. Uh, there's lower than average rents there. Um, there's overspending on expenses and uh, potential other income opportunities. Okay. And what about, you know, the pandemic, you know, was unexpected. People might think that, oh, for sure, Biden will get elected. For sure, Trump will get elected. People have strong opinions about such things. So um, how is your team been reacting to unexpected changes or surprises in the marketplace? That's actually a great question. Uh, you know, behind the scenes, we have additional business plans that we have almost like most companies have a disaster plan that they have um, that's already been drafted ahead of time. We have that same strategy where behind the scenes, in anticipation, we have additional uh, operational strategies, exit strategies, uh, options to exceed our pro forma, but also going into the asset, we do a, we perform a hundred point due diligence inspection on the asset and also on uh, the documents. We look at the financials, we look at the leases, and we make sure that we walk into a situation knowing which of those business plans need to be implemented. Um, since COVID was a unique change for the world as a whole, the team pivoted in the first two weeks uh, for our operations and acquisitions. And in a, um, the U.S., that was about mid-March. So by April, we had already, already started implementing those cash flowing strategies to offset the economic impact to the portfolio. And that put us back to business as usual by May. I would expect the same thing based on whoever gets elected next and what their policies are going to be for the next four years that there would be an additional strategy. So we look at it as an opportunity. Anytime there's a change, we just pivot. Right, right. And what about um, the number one question that an investor should ask you when it comes to due diligence, but maybe they don't have your perspective, uh, so they don't even know what the right question is to ask. 
uh, what should they be asking you or an investment firm like yourself? So getting into anything, you, you really want to know the, the team. Uh, you know, I, I, I encourage them to do their due diligence on the team, seeing what they've done in the past. You know, nothing speaks to volume like success does. And that's one of the things that I feel um, it, it just really encouraged me to, to reach out and, and really want to partner with Jennifer on this is because of her years of success. She's been doing this for 19 years and this is her third, you know, downturn um, that she's pushed through and still being able to turn a profit through. So that, um, that amount of success and that, that amount of, uh, you know, just volume of experience, uh, really, really speaks to, you know, what we've done in the past, but more importantly, what we're going to be able to do for our future investors, you know, to, for the years to come. Um, in, in terms of your number one piece of advice, what, what really comes up a lot when you meet with investors in person that would add the most value to people watching the recording here? Like what's a, whether they would invest with, with your firm or someone else, what's your number one piece of real estate investment advice for them? So I, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Richard. Um, I've been thinking about uh, your audience a lot for this question. And, you know, wealth is made in usually one industry and then it's diversified. So uh, we want to make sure that uh, our investors are partnering with somebody who comes as a successful owner in that industry and that they value the investor as one of the most important members of the team. Uh, if you find an owner like that, they'll always make sure that they treat the opportunity as their own with buy-in, passion, and priceless knowledge. And they'll always under-promise and over-deliver, positively impacting the return on investment. Great. Great. And then um, in terms of any last comments you want to make before providing maybe your, your website URL or how you'd like people to get in touch with you, um, are there any other last comments or things you wanted to get across to I me? Mean, it sounds like your firm is unique because of the, the length of track record. Um, you hire uh, ex-military veterans, kind of pride yourself on excellence in operations, you know, probably because of that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to get across before we let people know how to get in touch with you? You know, that last piece is probably key. One of the reasons I wanted to partner with Wes is he served over nine years uh, with the Marines. And he's told me some of his stories that he's allowed to tell me. And some of those stories involve going into areas where there's active bombs that are unidentified. And they know that there is, let's say, a bad guy in that area. And if they take that risk, they can go in there and, and, and take somebody uh, into custody that shouldn't be you know, free based on what they've done in their past. And for him to take that kind of risk and see um, his friends go through certain things over in uh, Iraq and other countries you know what kind of person you're, you're bringing to the team when you have somebody who is always anticipating his top three reasons for getting into business. So Wes, just leave us with those top three things that I love, you, you say it all the time. Uh, what's your motto? Yeah, so looking at you know, the, the military mindset, specifically you know, the Marine Corps leadership, Marine Corps training, you know, it's all, whether whatever your job is or MOS, you, it's, it's around combat. You're training for combat. And one thing we like to say is combat broken down by the definition is something that's forever challenging, always changing, and the likelihood of conflict is high. 
And when you compare it by definition to business, it's pretty the same. So when we implement those trainings that we've had to identify potential threats, having countermeasures, and always being able to adapt and overcome to find the best opportunity in any situation, I mean, that's the kind of mindset I would want any of my team members, whether it be combat or business. So um, that's what I look forward to every day is waking up and, and uh, looking over the, the things that we have on our plates and the things that are coming up and, and seeing how can I make the most of every situation. Cool. Great. Awesome. Yeah, we, by chance, we've got another family office club member in the energy space and he's um, a veteran and only hires veterans to his team. And uh, he talks in similar ways and brings kind of a operational excellence type approach to what they do as well. So it seems to be a, a commonality and by chance, he's connecting us, us with somebody who is um, an expert on the tax credits you can get by hiring veterans. And I'm not an expert on that area, but if you're in the US, apparently there's a potential tax efficiency by helping people out there as well and getting them into the workforce or hiring them. So um, appreciate you bringing all that up and being here on the interview today. If somebody wants to get in touch with you both and learn more about your firm and your strategy and Maybe they have an asset that's been in their family's ownership for a long time that would be best improved by you guys or owned by you. Um, or maybe they want to work together with your investment firm in some way. Um, what would be the best way for them to get in touch? Our website is www.creiamplified.com. So just reach out to us there and we can start that conversation. Great. Appreciate you both being here today and thank you for being in the Family Office Club. Thank you so much. Thank Take you. Care, guys.